0: The Giant Dwarf podcast may contain foul language and/or swearing. Listen at your own risk. This podcast makes no attempt to be politically correct or suitable for children. Hello everyone and welcome to the Giant Dwarf podcast. Um, my name is uh, Fred, and I'm here with Lars, Mr. Lars, the Epic Dwarf, <laughs> yeah. and we have something uh, new here today. It's the first episode, I guess, of a new podcast from Oslo. Yeah. Uh, there is already a podcast from Oslo, <laughs> also about Kings of War, uh, but that's in Norwegian language, which, may, uh, which means that not many people outside of Norway are able to actually follow what's being spoken about. Which is a good
1: thing, because they use a lot of foul language in Norwegian.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, uh, but um, we thought if we're going to make a new one, we might as well have it in English. Yeah. So instead of just Why copying not? blindly what the other podcast does... We <laughs> Maybe we should just translate each episode that we already made in Norwegian <laughs> and just uh, post it in English. <laughs> we, can no. we can run it through... Is there like a Siri like or something... Uh, like Google, Google Translate, when you can just yeah. press the audio button. And oh, it's yeah. really like, we are people <laughs> from Oslo. <laughs> no, nah, nah, but uh, yeah, we were thinking about making a new and like an extra podcast. And we are, the thing is, we are uh, the Konger og Krig podcast, which is called. Um, the podcast that mainly is hosted by uh, Thomas and William. Um, it ha- has always been like a local resource more than like a uh, like a way to talk to the world. It's uh, on the, on the Norwegian podcast we talk about the uh, upcoming tournaments, uh, f- like locally, and we we talk about uh, stuff that w- kind of internal stuff that goes for only Oslo players or, or Norwegian players. Yeah. Um, but stuff that doesn't really necessarily concern. interest or concern people outside of Norway. Um, yeah. so we thought we we could kind of. Uh, Keep that like uh, that's our local resource. We can talk even more internally, and we can joke about each other and uh, yeah. t- like this uh, each other and like make challenges t- uh, at the next tournament, stuff like that. Uh-huh. Uh, and we can use this one, the giant dwarf, for I don't know a bit more international angle, maybe.
1: Yeah, we can and still make fun of each other. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I mean, uh, speaking of internationally, we do have, uh, after all, the Lars Epic Dwarf, the creator of the Map Pack. Yeah, that's my Map Pack. On that's the show. we're all using. Never now. <laughs> <laughs> so we are international by definition, since we have you here, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's right. I'm an international superstar <laughs> at, at this point. Uh, yeah, and uh, I am... Uh, have a, I did have a YouTube channel, I guess I still, still have it technically, it's yeah. called Fred the Ref. Um, um, yeah, we made uh, a battle report, didn't we? Yeah, we posted that up there. We will make more battle reports in the future and we will post that on a YouTube page which will be called Giant Dwarf. Uh, Giant Dwarf Podcast. I haven't told you this Lars, but yeah. I, I made Exclusive. that I just made that page like an hour ago <laughs> So the next one we do we'll post that up on uh, on the Giant Dwarf uh, on, on YouTube cool, yeah um, But uh, yeah, I was a referee for for the ETC for several several years So um, I also have a bit of international uh, Experience I guess so we are a couple of uh, well-traveled guys Yeah. Like uh, seeing yeah. the world, metropolitan, globe trotters. <laughs> 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 yeah, definitely. We've yeah. been to Mansfield, anyway. Yeah, or whatever it was called. <laughs> yeah, we've been to the sanctuary. We were, yeah. yeah, we were at the Clash of Kings. No, we're actually uh, we're uh, bragging. We're just probably a couple of like uh, hillbillies in the town, like uh, yeah, small town Oslo boys in the large world. I don't think I would dare to go to, like, uh, Lone Wolf, like a huge American city and guns. We don't have Uh, any of those in Norway. Guns? Yeah, or big cities. (laughs) (laughs) Nah. I guess not. Well, that's a bit about us and uh, and why we choose to have this in English, if that made any sense. I hope so. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, now Darren can understand what we say and we can make fun of Darren and he'll understand yeah. that he's yeah, being made yeah, fun of instead exactly. of us just throwing like it's
1: uh, not very rewarding when we have an hour podcast in Norwegian about him and his tiny genitalia or something
0: and he <laughs> can't even understand it so. no it's a waste so no, yeah. we can fulfill the potential <laughs> yeah alright so that's us and this is the Giant Dwarf Podcast and uh, you know is that a, does that mean it's a huge dwarf or is it a like man-sized person, as this like a dwarf is smaller than a man. So why is it a giant dwarf, like a like normal man height, or is it like a huge giant? Maybe
1: a very, very, very wide human-sized dwarf. Yeah. Dwarf. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, we don't know, but that's part of the conundrum. Yeah. It's for you to find out. Yeah, some uh, fan art maybe would be <laughs> appreciated. And I like how you made Lars made a little uh, thumbnail image for us. It's like a dwarf with a with a with an axe or something that smashed this castle. But yeah. of course, you don't know if it's a toy castle or if it's an okay. actual castle. Dwarfs are known to have toy castles laying
1: around uh, in their <laughs> minds.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we've talked a bit about us and this podcast briefly, or maybe far too long. I have no idea. <laughs> um, so we did mention, Lars, uh, uh, the map pack. This has been talked to probably way too much already in several podcasts. Yeah. But do you feel about, feel like talking about that some more?
1: Yeah. Uh, what do we need to know? Or what do anyone want to know
0: about <laughs> this uh, map pack? I want to know what is the map pack that everyone is so excited about.
1: It's a set of 12 um, pre made uh, terrain setups that I made mm-hmm. uh, some months ago. I can't even remember when I made it. Almost a year ago, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's anyway. approaching a year, perhaps.
1: Yeah, and uh, uh, it was used. Uh, yeah, we used it locally in the local club and at the local tournaments that I or we uh, actually hosted. Yeah. And then, uh, yes, uh, suddenly uh, I saw it being used at, uh, what was that, uh, American
0: uh, tournament,
1: one of the Grand Tournaments, um, counter I'm not sure, uh, but it was
0: yeah posted by Counter-Shark.
1: Yeah, I saw guys. It on Twitter, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just saw a photo, uh, a printout of the forum page where I posted it on uh, the Mantic forums. I just yeah. saw that on Twitter. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, hang on, that's my, that's my maps. That's my map back. That's my map back, my
0: back and uh, yeah uh, that was pretty cool yeah well so, yeah so these have been widespread now and um, um, and uh, I have seen a little sneak preview of uh, this new uh, clash of Kings book that's coming out and we'll probably talk about that more in a uh, later episode but um, I uh, seem to to recall that they have actually written in uh, a little part there about terrain setup which very uh. much resembles the uh, like the guiding criteria that that you met had for making your maps,
1: yeah, the original uh three rules or like criteria that I had yeah, was no hills in deployment zone yeah why and why is that uh because I wanted to avoid uh one side having an obvious uh sort of shooting platform, yeah uh, to have their horde of archers mm-hmm. and i felt always felt in uh, other games that. Um a gun line made for boring games, and that would having hills in deployment zone would only encourage gun lines yeah uh, but with my map in the map pack, you will actually have to go leave your deployment zone to get that platform yeah so in some maps it's just outside a deployment zone, so you you will use one turn to get on it it's not a huge it's not a big deal to use one turn, but it could be crucial and you still yeah. have to move that horde of. Archers, or
0: whatever. At least you get that minus one, or if it's yeah. like move or fire, then you can't fire for at least one turn. Yeah, and that to yeah be Yeah, okay. Yeah. And also, what other criteria did you have? Like uh, uh, the amount two. of terrain? Yeah, I think it
1: was two of each types. Mm. Mm. So two forests, two hills, two difficult, uh, and uh, two obstacles.
0: Yeah, seems um, about correct. And like pretty much two of each, and uh, like compressed towards the, like I don't know center uh, ground of the of the map. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm.
1: as little as possible in the deployment zones. Uh, but yeah. there's still some, uh, uh, and impassable, of course, two of them as well. Mm-hmm. I blocking, blocking, and blocking terrain. terrain
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, there is no, like, there's no reason to like use these pieces in the deployment zone because people often just run out of there. Yeah. And also maybe not like up in the corners where they won't yeah. make any difference but as much as possible where they kind of matter yeah. so, um,
1: a forest in a corner is uh, doesn't do much to <laughs> uh, for, for the game the same as a blocking terrain in the, co- in the
0: corner what uh, what purpose does yeah. that have? i remember i played some tournaments uh, like in the previous game and there was like a little fence often all the way down in the corner angled at kind of the wrong way so you right, couldn't yeah. even take advantage of it <laughs> if you were to go up against it you would kind of look just straight out off the table yeah, there was would... no reason whatsoever to put a fence <laughs> there but that was yeah i've seen so many yes, tables uh, where you just put like your lake out in one corner and that's exactly what i wanted to avoid like, yeah
1: because uh, <laughs> uh, why have to rain if the in middle of the
0: Battlefield is just an open field. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so avoid the killing ground in the middle. Have many pieces, including obstacles. Very important. Yeah, that's the third uh, criteria. Yeah, like Remember, have obstacles, yeah. uh, and uh, no hills in deployment yeah. zone. So yeah, that was, that was the that was the reason, and uh, yeah, we all like it very much. Yeah, they've been well received. Mm. Um, we will. Uh, Remind you guys later where you can find these maps, but we'll get back to that later, but um, there is a place where you can access them very easily yeah. for use nice. in your battles, i will come up later, you have to keep listening, I'm afraid, to, to get that info. <laughs> <laughs> or browse through my twitter uh, no yeah okay, <laughs> okay, um, but these maps have uh, been around for a little while actually, and um Lars you are planning an uh, expansion to your map pack isn't that right?
1: yeah, I have actually made eight more maps uh, recently, um'm uh, not sure if it's needed uh, but i I felt like you know uh, twelve is a was a good number um for, I mean, for a local, my local scene, like, but uh, maybe twelve is a little could need more. Uh, I don't know, yeah. more variety uh, in a more global sense. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so I'm thinking, yeah. You know, yeah, I I made eight more to bump it up to twenty maps. Okay, so
0: we are now up to twenty.
1: Yeah, I haven't mm-hmm. posted them or anything, so I'm the only one who actually seen them. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, and
1: uh, is there anything special or? Thinking about when you made these new ones, yeah, I wanted to try something uh, because I looked back on the old ones. the were original, original ones, which has, which still will be included. Yeah. Um, and they have they have very little terrain that was close together. So I wanted to experiment with having some, some places where maybe two terrain pieces were, uh, uh, just glued together in a sense. Oh yeah. Uh, and even three pieces, so you have like a big area uh which react with with terrain like a hill a forest and an obstacle maybe like like just very very close okay. to each other so
0: to okay to make kind of more separation of the battlefield perhaps in yeah it will areas. be it
1: will be an area which uh, will be difficult to access for many units but others will have no problems with them okay yeah interesting but
0: other than that it's sticking to the same criteria yeah, same same setup okay um, we have also talked about some uh, improvements, and I'm not sure if you got if that's like a later project or not. But we talked about some uh, making the lines, the one, like the one foot by one foot squares, more uh, visible.
1: Yeah, uh, I was planning on making uh, a 2.0 map pack with a bit better graphics, perhaps. Uh, because as I said,
0: it uh, was not meant to be used by anyone really. It's just something oh, yeah, I made yeah. in like an afternoon. So the symbols, which I, <laughs> I think I've seen people react to on Twitter, like, yeah. what, are, what are these symbols? Yeah. And the the fact is that the uh, kind of a, like a purple hexagon or something. Yeah. Uh, that's that's kind of how our club houses look like when yeah. you look at them from the top. It's like an orc tent. Yeah, <laughs> which is the only reason why it's kind of a. Hexagonal yeah. shape. Uh, there is no reason why a house would be like that, but that's how they are at our club. So that's how yeah. you made them in the local scene.
1: <laughs> it makes sense, but for any everyone else, it's kind of a
0: weird that like why <laughs> would have that shape like an <laughs> abstract symbol for <laughs> yeah. a house. Uh, and I mean, and houses don't doesn't even they don't even have a like a role separated from blocking terrain. So it yeah, might as that's well that's been that. just another blocking terrain. And yeah. The blocking terrain also, by the way, looks exact like the ones we yeah. have. Kind yeah. like yeah. of pl- like a oval, like an oval plate with like uh, some rocks on. Yeah, it looks like a diamond, more yeah. than a, more <laughs> than a rock, I guess. <laughs> Big diamond. So okay, but that's not uh, you haven't kind of gotten that off the ground yet. No, I haven't, but I, I will. So that might be another f- even future improvement then of the map pack.
1: Map pack, yeah. Uh,
0: those lines we talked about—that that was never really a problem until a guy printed them yeah. on like a bad printer, uh, yeah. which made these little white lines like across the entire image, which made those uh, lines that's in the map kind of disappear. Yeah, because there was lots of <laughs> other extra lines like like generated by this printer yeah so they were like well I can't we can't see these lines it's impossible to see <laughs> <laughs> and he were like that's not in the actual image <laughs> yeah. but uh, I guess in fairness if we kind of bumped up the like the thickness and like the, maybe make the them context, even darker yeah, could be, yeah. yeah then but, yeah. that would be even better then we we even take into account what happens if someone were to print it on a bad printer
1: yeah that's <laughs> uh, probably I could just make them black lines I suppose yeah I mean, it's not meant to it look beautiful in that sense. You know, it's uh, no. more practical reasons why you would have a map pack of any sort. True. It's not to look at and
0: to enjoy the view. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, did we also talk briefly about? Um, we have used to be we've used to play that I guess this has nothing to do with the actual map pack itself more with the heights that people use oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but we talked about perhaps starting to use more fields with height one we have played a lot of fields just with height zero kind of mm. identical as a water feature but uh, um, maybe that we want to have I mean everything that blocks a bit of line of sight is a good thing at least that's how we feel. Um, so um, there was a couple of maps, or at least one map, where there was a lake, like in the center. Yeah. That you one might want to switch that out with a field instead, so at least it's a, some height, like a height one.
1: I was thinking in the 2.0 to just switch the field and the water in on that map. Yeah. Just make it a little bit more uh, line of sight blocking thing in the middle of the board. Yeah. It's a, it's a bit open and. Uh, I feel very strongly that I lost the game in the tournament because of that map. <laughs> oh, so that's why it's being changed. <laughs> Might be, yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, and uh, that's actually, I mean, the reason there is a field and a water is the same reason, you know, the, the houses are a hexagon, uh, because that's the way we have in the club, isn't it? True, so yeah. We just, so I just, okay, I just took that yeah. and that's why it, yeah. there is a field. And
0: water, there's no so other So, we reason. made, we forced poor Darren to just produce lots of fields. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, it's, yeah, you could just use water if you wanted to. Yeah, I could use pretty much anything. Uh, we're not forcing you to do anything, it's your suggestions. No, I guess it's a good selection. Uh, we also recently purchased a lot of obstacles ourselves. We were a bit short on those. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, that's I right, guess yeah. we weren't short, they were just. I don't know, they we were. Like they looked very nice but it was very hard to you couldn't like balance a unit on top of them. Yeah, it was all uh, spiky stuff. Yeah, like, uh, like spiky fence. So now we bought these uh, MDF um, obstacles from this website called uh, Foreground I believe. I was going to say Foreskin, but that's not it. <laughs> Foreskin.com, that's something yeah. else.
1: Boom. Uh, that's where you can find a map pack. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh. Don't, don't go there. Don't go there. It's like, it's, a, it's a trap. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, uh, but these new, these new fences I bought from uh, from foreground, they were like very solid. You just glue two pieces of MDF together, and they already have like the. It looks like bricks. As walls, you, isn't it? Yeah, I guess that's. Yeah, it's more like a brick wall. Mm. You just glue them together and then put them into this little base, and they're like so solid you can just put your movement trace on it and it will easily balance it's it's much better so that's cool Uh, Okay, so this uh, fabled map pack Lars if anyone has not seen this yet um, what if there were a place where they can actually go on the internet and uh, generate a map for their own games is there such a place (laughs) there is such a place
1: at least you can generate a pre-made map uh, it's not. Uh, I'm not that good a coder to code. Uh, random to map? random <laughs> maps, but uh, uh, yeah, there's uh, there's uh, epicdwarf.com, and just remember the www
0: in front. You don't have a <laughs> HTTP. Uh, oh yeah, remember that as well. <laughs> what really? No, just uh, write
1: epicdwarf.com in your Google um, search engine, and it should be fine. Yeah, there you can. Uh, there's a, a code up uh, a randomizer, so it randomly picks one of the twelve maps. Mm. Uh, I will I will obviously add the other eight when they're ready for that. So
0: yeah, so, so that it w- will be twenty maps that it will generate from. Yeah, we'll randomize from them. Yeah. Okay, so to repeat that, that's uh, epicdwarf.com, com, and when you enter this website, there is, uh, as far as I remember, pretty much just two. Like buttons, yeah. Like that, that you see straight away, and one of them is generate a map, map pack generator. So you just press that, and it tells you you're going to play map number, for for instance, map number seven, and yeah. it shows you a picture also of that map.
1: Yeah, it uh, gets it gets one of the maps and it's uh, displayed yeah. on. The it's really nice. The screen.
0: I actually used this in my game on Thursday. I just uh, took up my mobile, and. Uh, I am yeah. Epic Dwarf and I hit the button and uh, I get a map. So yeah, we just okay, use used that, go. it was great. Uh, there's also another button on this website. Uh, Front page, yeah. yeah. And what's that?
1: That's the Scenario Generator. Uh, which uh, at this time... And in, uh, at this time it has six scenarios, isn't that, uh, yeah. yeah, because uh, mm? Kill and Pillage and Kill is not included, so yeah. Thank God. Six. Uh, I didn't <laughs> include those. <laughs> um, so it's uh, between the six that are now known, and uh, yeah. there is uh, rumored more to come in the upcoming uh, cock. The cockbook, <laughs> yeah. So those might be included as well. Yeah, I will. Uh, I will expand when they, when yeah, they
0: are finally released. So I actually used this button as well, and it was real nice. I just pressed like uh, press here to generate the scenario or whatever. Mm. It's like you're going to play this. Scenario And uh, I got up uh, Dominate, and there's this cool little artwork. We made some sort of uh, logo, almost, for each scenario. Which is pretty (laughs) cool. So, uh, yeah, I like that. So this page is very functional. Like, you go in, there are two buttons. You press the first one, you get a scenario. Press the second one, and you get a map. So you're ready to go, ready to play.
1: The only thing missing now is uh, that you pointed out an actual home button of some sort.
0: Um, yeah, yeah. I'm,
1: uh, I'm working on that. I'm working on a navigation bar, so we can just like yeah. a drop-down menu, so you can yeah. go to the f- you know front page and the usual stuff you
0: find the uh, navigation bar. Yeah, well, that's the kind of details I guess that will be handled after a while, but uh, it works now pretty well. But yeah, you might have to press the back, or it opens a new window. it yeah, opens a new
1: window, so you can just change. Uh, yeah,
0: people will. Uh, Nerds are smart. You'll know, figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, once again, Mr. Lars, the Epic Dwarf, he creates new and functional things for us to use. Yeah. Which will no doubt rocketeer you further into stardom yeah. and in the Kings of War uh, environment. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. So okay. pretty soon, I, su- I suppose, we'll get lots of visitors for our Oslo tournaments.
1: Yeah, I hope so. I can attract some, yeah. you know. Can put up a uh, epic dwarf uh, museum, so they can uh, <laughs> go and look at you know the original map pack and sketches. Yeah, Will be nice. displayed version Maybe. one of your homepage on this yeah. Long, little yeah. Yeah, the code is there. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <laughs> printed out code. They
0: can uh, look at that. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Yeah. So uh, things are happening. Uh, we're always trying to make some like stuff that helps in our games. Um, we did also make uh, some more of our. Uh, Dominate mats. Yeah. Uh, recently, then, um, like a vinyl, like this thin vinyl fabric, I guess. Is that what it is? I yeah, kind I, I of. Couldn't yeah. answer when people asked me on. I think Twitter. they. Uh, that's uh, That's what he told me. <laughs> it's kind yeah. of a thin plastic, really. Because uh, what was the story behind those? I mean, how did you how did we get them? Well, the thing is, we know a guy who works at a print shop, like. Uh, yeah, I don't know what print shops are called in other countries, but I'm, I assume a copycat is a brand that's probably in all con- countries. I assume so, yeah. Or a, another print shop. And um, this print shop does not only paper, but also like vinyl and plastic. Like they have large rolls, so just thin plastic. They can make banners mm. and stuff like that. So uh, if you know a guy that works at a print shop, uh, you, he can probably help you out to produce some like the similar some similar stuff that we made because uh, this guy he just uh, helped us design it uh, we took a little hour or two after work at his uh, workplace and we just designed it together and uh, he had lots of uh, like uh, rolls of this vinyl so he just pressed up like uh, a number for us yeah so we just got delivered like a stack of these dominate mats which are so nice to use yeah <laughs> that's it's uh it's so we great. can't even play without it now it's, it's a no it's very much uh you get spoiled maybe a bit but uh this yeah. you don't have to pull out your tape measure all the time to see this rough zone and you know you don't really get it 100 percent either when you do it with a tape oh, measure yeah,
1: and uh, you're on a timer yeah or perhaps chess clock. i actually won that.
0: the game in um, the tournament in bergen uh, Partially because the the terrain on the map was, um, it looked like it was the perfect center. Oh, uh, yeah. Let me just say first we did not have a dominate mat, so we were yeah. dependent on measuring like after the game. But we both played like this is the center of the table because it was kind of centered between three or four terrain pieces. But t- towards the end of the game, like turn five or something, I did a quick measurement. And it turned out that wasn't the center of the, of the, of the board, it was actually like, uh, I don't know, a good six inches, six to eight inches to the side. So I uh, was able to take advantage of that and run all my guys into this area that I knew now was the, roughly the center <laughs> of the table. But yeah. my opponent, he, he didn't double check this, so after the game we took out our measuring tapes and a couple of his units were outside what mm, yeah, what, what was happens. actually the center, but he thought he was in the center, so I won <laughs> this game because of that. And with the, if you just have a map like this, it's so much better. You don't have to just, yes, resort a to th- or, uh, map is, yeah.
1: It could be anything really. Just, yeah, um, something that wouldn't you know,
0: hinder your movement of troops but yeah uh, it could even be a big metal hoop but uh i don't know yeah. it might be a bit <laughs> large i don't know but uh the fact that you have this template and you can move your units in and i mean the reason why this is so important i guess is that you have to be completely within yeah it probably wouldn't be a problem if this was like majority no but sure, yeah. yeah but i mean i like the uh, completely within the rule it's a very I mean, it's no doubt. Then it's like, yes, you are in. <laughs> it's
1: difficult to get hordes in. Very which could yeah. be a good thing. I guess uh, I don't know. Balance-wise, yeah, it's a lot of points. So,
0: yeah, uh, I don't know how that kind of affects the meta, but uh, yeah, hordes are hard to get in. But at least if you have this map, you see very clearly with absolute certainty that I am now inside, and you don't have to like check it again when you like mm. one turn later. You kind of start doubting yourself. Am i sure that I'm inside the dominate zone, and you kind of double check, or is that just me? Yeah,
1: yeah I double check like every second because uh, <laughs> I, you know, I get paranoid if there's no math.
0: I sometimes put di- a dice down to see like where you, where is your like maximum charge distance? Yeah, and I'll I'll put a dice down, and then I'll recheck it like later in the turn because yeah. I don't trust my own dice. <laughs> So <laughs> yeah, it could have been nudged for someone. <laughs> yeah. So these dominate mats are very nice. We made them locally, and uh, you can make them locally. Just uh, you know, befriend a uh, copycat or uh, uh, other employee at some print shop. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing you can make them themselves as well. It would be a bit. I mean, if you're very precise, you can yeah. probably cut one out yourself. Yeah. Yeah, of course uh, also I, I've noticed that the Spanish guys are also very crafty they made this uh, six by four foot like uh, mat like a fat mat or something mm. which has like yeah. lines in it and also uh, like a big dominant I I that, circle yeah. oh, like yeah. that's pretty
1: neat maybe if you took one of your fat mats permanent marker yeah and And a very uh, steady hand or like an
0: actual uh, yeah some
1: way of yeah (laughs)
0: way make a perfect circle like a needle with a piece of string yeah well like a retractor or something but those are very small you need like a i'm like thinking like a like a spike with a piece of string and then you can kind of make a circle but you know you'll often kind of just almost make a perfect circle. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would look pretty shit. And you're in danger of ruining your mat. and <laughs> fat mat. But it looks like the Spanish boys also have someone they know at a print shop. Yeah. Because they made like a even like a big six-foot mat. It's <laughs> handy to know these people. <laughs> yeah, it's get to know them, befriend them, yeah. uh, bribe them, whatever. Yeah. Ask them to play war games. It's a very good <laughs> resource to have. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we even sent some of these out uh, of the country, didn't we?
1: Yeah. Uh, what was the story? We, someone saw a photo on Twitter, and they asked, ah, could, could you buy some? Could buy one of those from you? Yeah. And then another guy uh, uh, saw jumped that. On, yeah. and, uh, jumped on, and then the third guy did the same, and then we didn't have enough. Or to just give out? Uh, we sent
0: a total of three, I think, yeah. to, to, to the UK.
1: Yeah, but we have a very limited number ourselves.
0: Yeah, we only had like five. Heads, and we need so them for our tournaments. Yeah, and your brother bought one, so he kind of uh, stole yeah. one from a potential UK customer. Did he? Yeah, I guess. I mean, if a fourth UK guy would have come along... Yeah, I mean, did he buy one? <laughs> no, see. he said he w- would like to buy one. Okay, so he has reserved it. Uh, I guess, I see. yeah. It's typical
1: <laughs> Well, if uh, it's not Vidar. been paid for when this comes out, you can all uh, send an
0: email. To <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, do you remember we, when we played a bit of World of Warcraft uh, a couple of months ago? Yeah. We found uh, like a huge tree, which is yes. named the same as your brother, yeah. Vidar. Vidar, yeah. And uh, that was so hilarious. The <laughs> Vidar, the giant tree. And it fits
1: his personality as well. An old grumpy... Oak tree. Uh, oak tree. <laughs>
0: cool. Yeah. Well, um, that's actually all I had planned to talk about today. Um, um, yeah. we, are we could uh,
1: perhaps mention uh, that we are planning on making a battle report. And yeah, there's... Uh, uh, at least, well, for for my part, I have a whole new army, a goblin yeah, army.
0: That's true. The last time we, well, when we made our previous uh, battle report, we played, the, you played your dwarves. Mm-hmm. And I played my my undead. Uh, and then we talked about, like, you were almost ready with your goblins, or you were underway, at least, with yeah. your goblins. Um, those are, of course, finished now, because you well, made yeah, those. Pretty much, uh, they're playable. Playable, yeah. Pretty much finished, you churn those out in, uh, I don't know, a mm. record pace, <laughs> a very quick
1: pace at least. That's my, that's the that, that's second army I ever like painted in a month uh, kind of thing. I did that uh, an orc and goblins uh, army once, Yeah. Um, many many years ago, it must be 10, 12 years ago I suppose.
0: But you um, used, like, used around a month to finish?
1: Yeah, I used a month, I was unemployed, I spent a month just painting. And then I went to one tournament and I got my ass kicked, and I never used it again. <laughs> I don't think I ever played a Warmer
0: game after that. Wow, that's what actually kicked you out. You mean we actually just found the moment that kind of kicked it you out of Might the have war been, helmet? yeah. Might have been. Wow. Okay, cool. So, but now you're playing Kings of War, and uh, yeah. you uh, <laughs> you made a <laughs> Goblin army in a month yeah. this time,
1: and uh, it's a combat Goblin army, so it's a lot of combat
0: troops. Yeah, which nice. is
1: awesome. Um, Kicking ass at the moment. Yeah, very
0: uh, good.
1: You know, placing in uh, middle middle board, which is yeah, uh, a good place to be.
0: Which, uh, you know, yeah. just as good as yeah. my dwarves. Yeah, you 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 uh, yeah, Well, you usually place like mid the middle of the table with yeah. your dwarves?
1: Yeah, but but actually, in um, in one tournament, I actually finished fifth.
0: Cool. That was pretty good. Yeah. Well, if you place uh, in the middle of the board, you have a good chance of winning the counter charger award. I've heard.
1: Really, what what is it's the award
0: they made to give to the guy in the like smack in the uh, middle of the results sheet. That's a good one. I like that. Like uh, it's kind of the same um, idea that we have. If we have prizes, we often like uh, draw like lottery. Yeah. So we don't just give it out like to the winner, but everyone has a chance for winning it. Yeah. It's like the, the guy in the guy in the center has a chance, sort of. <laughs> Hello, the guy. Yeah, the guy in the bottom and the center. I mean, yeah. they all equals. But I just uh, sidetracked myself. I was going to talk about uh, your goblins yeah. that you have painted, um, and um, we will probably make a new battle report. Yeah. Uh, which we will Soon shoot uh, shoot video with my video camera. And maybe uh, on Sunday. Yeah, maybe this Sunday. So uh, that might be our episode two, I guess. Uh, Because I'm thinking, just for fun, we'll just post the audio as an episode. Yeah, (laughs) we could do that. And kind of just say, this is not an actual episode, this is just audio, but you can find this battle report at our YouTube channel or something. So, because I'm... I mean, some people have time to watch YouTube battle reports. That's very cool. I do not count myself among one of them. I very rarely have time to watch YouTube battle reports. But I'm sure someone will... Kind of um, uh, treat our battle report material as kind of, yeah, it's a release from Giant Dwarf and it's a battle report.
1: Or at least maybe someone decides to make some sort of cool remix of uh, the audio. Yeah, that's cool, just like a genre. techno remix. <laughs> that that would be cool. I actually binge uh, my battle report watching. You I binge, just, your yeah, I report. save it up for like a couple of months. Oh, And then like there might, might be like six or seven uh, of the bath reports I usually watch, <laughs> and I watch them all in a row.
0: So you right. will uh, do this in the, like, in the weekend or at yeah. any time? It won't actually take a weekend, but... Uh, no, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I just have this yeah. image of you and the bottle of red wine, and you just kind of yeah. binge in bath, bath robe and just... Or in the bathtub, maybe? Yeah. How your laptop like floating on? Like, <laughs> yeah, I this got port. this uh, floating uh, yeah. device. And I you just get uh, drunk and, uh, yeah. and stoned on crystal meth and uh, watch battle reports. Yeah, that's my preferable method. Yeah, epic. That's why it's called the epic dwarf, because <laughs> it goes all the way. Yeah, I don't, I don't do anything halfway. <laughs> when I watch battle reports, <laughs> man, I do that shit. <laughs> Okay, cool. Yeah, so that might be an uh, upcoming release from us. It'll be our, uh, some sort of battle report. And other than that, I can't think of anything else to say. How about you, Lars? Yeah, he's shaking his head <laughs> like he's literally, <laughs> yeah, he's, you're literally out of words. Yeah, That's a very good joke. was a very, good, joke. That was a joke, very good, like, radio <laughs> joke. Okay, well, I guess this is uh, Fred and Lars signing off. Signing off. From you? the uh, min- midget mansion, hmm? the giant dwarf is uh, over for this time. It is. Alright. Bye bye. Bye bye.